0: I not miss him this. ask to, in faith believing. Welcome to Imagine If You Will. I am your host, Billy Ray Parish, reporting for God's Gospel Radio Ministry. And for the next 30 minutes, I will be your host. But before we go into our show, I want to send a long, heartfelt condolences to our friend, Patsy Parker, as her husband, Jerry, died earlier this morning. I apologize, we're having some kind of technical difficulties here with the streaming. Now, death is something that touches us all, as we all lose someone along the line. But the, the great thing about the Christian faith is that we have blessed assurance in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, Tonight is our two-month anniversary, which makes our eighth episode. Eight may not be a big number, but I could not have seen one show just a few months ago, let alone eight. So I know that God is truly good, and He does things in His own timing. But if you ever want to hear God laugh, just look up and tell him your plans. And God will allow for you to do things your way, absolutely. And I'm, I've experienced this. But when we live for God, we must surrender our will to him and allow his will to be done through us. You know, the popular prayer goes for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. So imagine, if you will, living for God and not worrying about anything because God has already taken care of it. The truth is, we oftentimes just get in the way of it all. I cannot count the many times that I have made things much more difficult to myself because I got in the way. Rather than letting things go and just letting God take care of it all, I put emphasis on myself and what I thought I could do. What could I do, honestly, though, other than make things worse? Exodus 14 and 14 reads, The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. God fights for us regardless of the situation, and all we have to do is just be still. In other biblical versions, hold your peace is replaced with be still. And if we will just be still and allow God to fight for us, we will have peace. I, like many of you, did not learn this for a long time. And it's human nature to do so. It's hard to trust others with something that directly impacts us. As we have a tendency to trust our life and our situations with our own abilities and capabilities. But we will always learn that we are limited. However, with the creator of heaven and earth and all things that inhabit it, there is nothing that he cannot do. So when we go out of or when we get out of God's way we allow him to work wonders like nobody else can now with that said when we trust God and stand firm and tall in his will this is not to say that things will always be good and nothing bad will ever happen we should all know this that there is no such thing as a perfect life especially here below but time after time I hear people repeat that worn out line if God was real this wouldn't have happened Ecclesiastes 8 and 14 reads there is a vanity which is done upon the earth that there be just men unto whom it happens according to the work of the wicked again there be wicked men to whom it happens according to the work of the righteous I said that this also is vanity now i like how the new international version puts it there is something else meaningless that occurs on earth the righteous who get what the wicked deserve and the wicked who get what the righteous deserve this too i say is meaningless now we are being told that bad things will happen to good people and that good things will happen to bad people and that's just life but we cannot hold the mindset that just because bad happens, God is not real, he's not working, or maybe he's mad at us. Tonight's show is not about the wrath of God, but when bad things happen, this is how many seem to, many of us seem to see it, or view it. And the truth is, God may not be happy with us, but at all time, God still loves us, just like a loving parent. Pain and suffering are just part of the physical, earthly existence. Christ experienced it while he was on the earth, just like we do. But the great thing about standing tall in Christ is that the physical death means for our physical body, not our spirit. I like that old, that old gospel song, I'll have a new body, I'll have a new life. Well, this is, this is what it's talking about here. Or whether uh, the, the soul of the man ever dies. If we die with Christ, we will live with Christ, and death is only a sad thing to those left below, to mourn and to those who die without Christ. Philippians 4 19 reads, But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Jesus Christ, or Christ Jesus. In the American Standard Version of Jeremiah 29 and 11, We are told, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith Jehovah, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you hope in the latter or your latter end, whereas the King James Version reads, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Now Scripture never contradicts itself. Our human minds may think so, but Scripture never does. Now Jehovah is here is used here, but in the King James version, or here, but in with the King James version of sixteen eleven, does use Jehovah seven different times. Now we could have an entire different an entire show about whether or not this is proper use in Christianity, as it is not accepted in some Christian circles while it is in others and Jehovah witnesses have really taken it to the extreme as uh, they use it to the point where there is no other term for God but the point of the entire verse is that God has a plan for us and he knows it and it may not necessarily be what we would like it to be but his plan is a good plan and we should follow it standing firm and tall in God is important in life not just for bad times but also in good times now i'm a baseball fan as most of you know i have seen many good young players come up and have quick success but they are unable to keep up with the demands of their success in other words success is all in all is oftentimes harder to handle than failure as a ball player failure is expected as a 300 average is what every good hitter shoots for So three out of every 10 at bats, a hit is recorded, and that's considered successful. Three out of of 10 means that you made it out the other seven times. Think of this situation in our Christian life. More than likely, we are going to fail more times than we succeed, and Christ knows this. He tells us that we fall short of His glory. But through Christ and His glory, we are given salvation and eternal assurance. In baseball, this is not so as failure may get you a trip to the minor leagues, a ticket to Japan, or looking for another career. Proverbs 21 and 31 reads, The horse is prepared against the battle or the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. I love the way this is written because we can do everything to prepare for war or any battle, but the truth is it all belongs to God. The old saying, glory be to God, is more than just a cliché. One of the greatest military generals in history, Thomas Jackson, earned his nickname Stone Wall at the Battle of Manassas, better known as the Battle of First Bull Run or First Manassas, was given the moniker because of his standing as a stone wall in the midst of battle. General Bernard B. said of Jackson, there stands Jackson like a stone wall. Jackson was later asked how he could remain so calm amongst gunfire and ammunition and artillery coming his way, and he responded that his faith taught him to be as calm in battle as he was in bed. This right here is the ultimate example of standing tall in Christ. Again. Moses tells us in Exodus 14 and 14 that God fights for us, and all we have to do is simply be still. And Jackson he, 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 he reiterated this sentiment. When we fight our battles, we should remember that we are not alone in the battle. Yes, Christ is with us always, but I also mean that everyone is fighting a battle, even if we cannot see it. Many times, people are going through things that we know nothing about and while many people love talking about themselves and boast about what they are going through others do not first peter 5 and 9 reads whom resist steadfast in the faith knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world now as we know satan is the ruler of this world and when we see That with many of the things that occur in this world But we have to resist him and remain steadfast in the faith Satan will always tempt us and this right here is one of the few guarantees in life After all he spent a lot of time tempting the creator of this universe and of all things and because we are his people the people, not just the American people, but God's people, we are Satan's enemy. Therefore we know that he is coming strong after us. So what do we do? Simple, we stand tall in Christ. Scripture reads in James 4 and 7, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. 1 Corinthians 6 and 13 tells us, Watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong. Now, the New International Version tells us to be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. If we do some studying on this scripture, we will find that Christians in the Church of Corinth had become weak which resulted in them accepting different ideas and concepts that were wrong and foolish. Honestly, think about it for a moment. What does this remind you of? Does this remind you of the times in which we live today? This is what happens when we get away from God's word and do not stand firm in God. We as Christians today believe that homosexual marriage is okay. Some do and that abortion is between is between a woman and God and that as long as we feel good that everything is good which we know is completely wrong Paul tells us that just because we can do something does not mean that we should he also tells us and I'm paraphrasing here that the things that we want to do or the things that we do not want to do are the things that we do now to reiterate this, many of today's Christians are like those of Corinth. And while Paul gave instructions to these Christians on how to act a long time ago, it was as though he was writing to those in today's time. Now, maybe the old saying is true that history does repeat itself. Now, again, we must watch carefully as the enemy, Satan, will attack us in different ways, so we must be with God and stand firm at all times. When troubles come about, we must be strong, we must be brave, and we must stand tall with God and His Word. The best way to do this is to put on the full armor of God. Ephesians 6, 10-11 instructs us, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of god that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil while we do fight in this flesh we have to remember that our enemy is not the flesh while the flesh is weak it is not our enemy satan is ephesians 6 and 12 tells us that for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Where have you heard this from? Perhaps on deceit of a nation, as Mike has said this time and time again. Now Jesus tells us that he is the light of this world, and that light defeats darkness. John 1 and 5 reads, And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Jesus tells us in John 12 and 46 that I am come a light into the world, and whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness, and informs us in John 3 and 19 that, and this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds are evil. I remember that movie, Bruce Almighty, Morgan Freeman was playing God. One of the lines in it was uh, about how when we see the light, it's typically too bright for us. And this reminds me of this uh, verse here. Now, it's important for us to hold on to God's Word because Jesus is that light. And we know that from John 1 and 1. That in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, I was told earlier in the week, last week actually, that John 1 and 1 is a, a scripture that is quoted too often. And this individual was telling me that because he does not believe in the literal translation or the literal story of Genesis, and that it's more of an... It's, more, it's more of an allegorical story than it is a, la- a literal, physical existence. Now, therefore, if we have God in His Word, then we have light, and the light helps us see. Standing firm as God in God is probably more significant today than ever before, as many who confess Christ as God are ridiculed and mocked, like never before seen in our country. Even in a country as free as America, Christians can feel oppressed. So just imagine how Christians in other countries are made to feel. We must keep this in mind as we will face opposition from those around us, even family and friends, as God's word is met with a lot of opposition. God tells us that we will be persecuted for Him, because of Him, because we believe in Him. Think about all the books of this world and the most hated book is the Bible. Yes, it is the greatest book ever written. and is the most loved book of all time, but it's also the most hated book ever written. And it's this way for a reason. People who are Christians and love what Scripture tells us, and all the many things that we learn from it. Love it, but those who are opposed to the Christian faith and the things within Scripture hate it. And while the Bible is a book full of love and wisdom, it stands for something and not just everything goes. Many people in today's world want to believe that they can do anything that they want to do and it's okay it's accepted just because they feel good but this is not the way scripture puts it now think about other religious books now this is true they preach uh, most of them preach morality but only the bible brings about such animosity and hatred that it does if you are a christian on many major college campuses even smaller campuses you will likely be teased and mocked of your faith in Jesus and the same is true within many other aspects of this world there are professions where it is not okay to be a Christian think of being a teacher now being a teacher that's a noble profession but if you are a teacher you are told to accept a secular agenda and you're expected to teach one unless you are a math or English teacher, in which case you are teaching words and numbers of which that do not pertain or attain to any faith system, unlike science and history, which have become very secular. And most of what is taught is untrue. I learned this as I got older. In any aspect, we must remain tall in Christ and know that if we are persecuted because of him, We are actually winning. Christ told us a long time ago that we would be, and while this is true then, it's just as true today. John 15 and 13 reads, If the world hate you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. First Peter 3 and 14 tells us that, But if ye suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye, and be not afraid of their terror neither neither be troubled and again in first Peter 3 and 17 for it is better if the will of God be so that ye suffer for well doing than for evil doing while many will hate us for what we believe in, regardless of what we do or where we are Christ tells us in Matthew 5 and 14 but I say unto you love your enemies bless them that curse you Do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. This is not always easy to do, but it's a principle that God gives to us throughout Scripture, as He wants us to love one another. Scripture does not say to love someone based on this or that, but rather to simply love. God is God, and God is love, and while it is hard to love many people, do so because God instructs us to do so. If we do good, although others do good or do nothing but harm to us, we are pleasing God and allowing for God to work. If we just be still and allow God to work, we will come out winners, regardless of the odds. Imagine, if you will, succeeding by simply being with God and by allowing for Him to do all things. While we have a part in it. If we just get out of God's way and follow his lights, we will be separated from the darkness. Now, again, I want to send deepest condolences to Patsy for the death of uh, Jerry. Now, we do have that blessed assurance as Christians that we can be reunited with our loved ones again. Uh, King David, after his affair after his altercations with Uriah, with Bathsheba, his child died. And although David said that he cannot bring that child back, he can go to that child. Over the last week, I have uh, experienced a death with an uncle that I was very close with. And although there's nothing that I can do for him now, and it does hurt, but I do hope that someday, when it's my time that I can be reunited with him again. And this is the only faith in Christ that assures us this. Now until next week, stand tall, stand firm in God, and seek his holy word, and stay strong in it. Now stay tuned for Mike Massey as he brings to you great teachings from God's word with the Right Now broadcast. Subscribe to God's Gospel Radio Ministry on social media and visit our website at godsgospelradioministry.net. Now, we are always adding great programs that teach God's Word and great sources of entertainment. So stay tuned and continue to watch and listen. Tell your friends about us and watch me and Boomer on The Seat of a Nation on Wednesday and Friday nights and the Crossfire Radio Program on Monday, Tuesday, and Saturdays. Now, for God's Gospel Radio Ministry, I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for always watching. And uh, for God's Gospel Radio Ministry, I am your host, uh, Billy Ray Parish, and I ask you to please, please tell your friends about us and continue to watch. And until next time, I am Billy Ray Parish. Thank you, good night, and God bless you. God can. Faith is believing that God will do it now for you because you ask Him to in faith believing.